special day that we give honor to mothers, but Sunday is a special day that we give honor to God. And no matter what day, no matter what happens on Sunday, whatever day they might celebrate in the world, we still celebrate God. The main reason that we are gathered here is all about Him. Amen. How many come to worship God today? How many come to give God praise, give God glory, give God honor? He's a good God. Hallelujah. Why don't somebody just lift your hands and worship Him right now? Hallelujah. 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 I praise you. We're so glad to have Brother March here with us. And he is no stranger to any of us. And we're glad that he has come to be with us today on Mother's Day. I'm looking for God to do something great in this house before we're done today. I know everybody's got a lot of activities you'll be doing after service, but that's all after service. The main activity right now is all about God and worshiping God. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise as Brother March comes this morning. Thank you, Brother Looper. Praise the Lord, everybody. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers that are here. And I think that it would be in order if we took just a moment and we let God know how thankful that we are for the mother of us all. I'm just thankful for the church today. Praise God. <clears throat> I don't know where where we would be at today if it wasn't for the church. Praise God. Aren't you thankful for the church? It's um, with, with great... Um, Diligence, seriousness, um, that I try to always approach 
the pulpit with. Um, understanding that we we are dealing with eternal things. Um, I have prayed for a while now in preparation for <clears throat> this service and um, what the will of God would be. And there were a couple of things that, if it had been my choice, I would have done. I concur with what the Looper has already said. I'm very well aware that a lot of us have plans. I know the time, and I will do my best to be conscious of that today. But I have I have a job to do. I have an assignment today, and it's not often that the Lord does this, but Thursday um, morning, um, I was up and I was studying, preparing for today, and the Lord asked me a question, and before I finish here today, I'll probably share that with you, not an audible voice. I've, I think I've only probably heard the audible voice of God a couple of times in my life, but the way He speaks to us, that impression that He gives us, and um, I just want to, I want to do my best to wash my hands of the will of God here today. I believe he has placed his will into my hands, and I want to do my best to to um, to fulfill that. Praise God. Second Timothy chapter four. We give honor to the leadership of this church, and um, I enjoy coming to Sealsby, and I love I love the Loopers, and um, appreciate their friendship and loyalty to us. I love this church, and um, it's, just a, it's just a special place to come come to, and I'm, I'm very, very thankful that the Lord has um, allowed us the relationship that has been formed here and, and that we're able to come here uh, off and on, and, and that really is special to me. Second Timothy chapter 4. Second Timothy chapter four and um, I want to read um, one one verse there second Timothy chapter four and let's read verse number twenty one. Second Timothy chapter four, verse number twenty-one. Do thy diligence to come before winter. This was a letter, as it's obvious here, from the Apostle Paul, who's writing from prison, and this word is to his son in the Gospel of Timothy, and he concludes his final letter to Timothy in prison by telling him, Do thy diligence to come before winter. Do thy diligence to come before winter. I, I'm not sure what your expect, expectations were today. Um, I have preached Mother's Day messages, and um, there's there's a lot of things that could be said 
two mothers, but I, I'm going to take confidence and comfort that, that, that the true mothers here today would, would want me to do what I felt was the will of God. And um, I, I, do, I do hope that those that, all of us, but specifically those of us that know how to pray, can very quickly pick up the burden that, um, that I come to this desk with this morning. I want to talk to us just for a few moments um, from this thought. Uh, winter, winter is coming. Winter is coming. And I know seasonally speaking, um, it looks like summer's coming. But in the Spirit, for somebody, spiritually speaking, I'm speaking of a spiritual season in somebody's life. Winter is coming. And I want us to, before we leave here, to to understand the, the implications of this and hopefully, prayerfully, that we we make the decisions that we need to make today and the days to follow. The duplicity, I don't remember very many times in my ministry that the Lord has asked me to walk to a pulpit and to tell a congregation to set your house in order. We live life so invincibly as though we'll live forever. And I wrestled with the Lord, and the reason I wrestled with Him is this is not exactly the taste in your mouth that you want when you're trying to eat roast here in a couple hours. is nothing to play with. I'm not an early riser. Thursday morning, I woke up and this service was the first thing on my mind. And I felt like the Lord gave me an impression That I could be today, that this word, this moment we have right now, could be the only thing that's standing between somebody and eternity. Timothy, if you have any intentions of coming to see me, do your diligence 
to come before winter. Winter, metaphorically, the days are short. The roads are bad. The weather's inclement. We're fixing to pray, but the rest of the story is this. If Timothy waits to go see Paul, Timothy drags his feet. If Timothy doesn't make haste to get there before winter, if for some reason he pushes it off to a more convenient season, Somebody needs to understand that if he doesn't get there before winter, Paul's going to die. If Timothy waits to catch the first ship that disembarks on the first day of spring, Timothy's going to get to an empty cell. There will be no Paul. If Timothy waits till spring and then begins to make his way to every house of every saint, spring's too late. Paul's gone. Because they say it was in the month of December that Paul's life was taken. Come, Timothy, if you're coming, make haste. Do thy diligence. Make speed. Be prompt. This is a serious matter. If you've got plans, if you've made plans to see me, do it now. I want you to take the hand of somebody next to you if it's appropriate. Connect with somebody right now. I want somebody in this house to hear me. If you have any intentions of living for God, I am not a foreteller of the future. We look into a glass at best. We look into a glass darkly. I know this is not what you expected today, but I am bound with an eternal assignment. At best, I look into the glass darkly today. I don't know what the next few months hold. I don't know what the remainder of this year holds. I have no clue what the next 48 hours. I don't know what's going on in your body. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's, what's waiting, awaiting somebody on the highway. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going to happen on the job. I don't know what it is, but I know, I know what I felt. I know what the Holy Ghost put on me Thursday morning. I want somebody to hear me. If you have any intentions of ever living for God, if you have any intentions of ever being saved, if somewhere in your heart you have intentions of making heaven, if you have the least bit of desire not to be lost, hear the word of the Lord. Winter is coming. Make haste. Do thy diligence to set thy house in order.
I wish I could tell somebody. I wish, I wish, I wish I knew the time frame. I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how close it is. I just know it's close. I don't know what's lurking in the shadows. I'm not here today to scare someone, but I am here to sound an alarm. I am here to be a clarion this Sunday morning and let somebody know winter is coming. Eternity, eternity, eternity's coming. You've got to ask yourself, come on, where will eternity find me? In what kind of spiritual condition will eternity find me? Just as Timothy must go to Rome before winter. Or wait into the spring because of ancient navigational conditions. There are some things that must be done now or never. If Timothy hadn't waited until spring, he would have waited too long. Paul was executed. Winter, 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 winter has several types, including Timothy's possible winter of lost opportunity and Paul's imminent winter of death. Come on, somebody hear me today. There are some things in which we must do before winter comes or we will never be able to do them. Do thy diligence. I know. It's Mother's Day. I know you're standing. I understand that. I'm standing too. I understand. I understand what ritualism and routine is today. I understand. I felt the unspoken pressures to conform to what would be the status quo here today. But I'm preaching about eternity. I want somebody to understand that eternity is talking someone here this morning. What does that mean? Give me, I don't have the details. I just know that eternity is on somebody's trail. Is it two days? Is it two months? Is it is it before the turn of another? I don't know. You just need to set your house in order. If you have any intentions of being saved. God, I pray. God, I pray. I pray. Who was it, Felix? I pray against that spirit. I pray today, God, that there would not be the spirit of us that would say at a more convenient season. I pray, I pray that you would do more than just be stirred and shaken here today. Dear God, you've got to do more than just be shaken by a word like this. You've got to find an altar. You've got to get your heart right. You've got to get right with the Lord. Reach over and pray again. I want somebody to pray like you believe winter's coming. No, no. That's pretty good. But that's about a quarter of what we can do. I want you to really pray like winter's coming. I wish the brother was here today. I wish he was here. He could tell you better than I could how quick that eternity will flash before your eyes. He's not here, but he usually sits right in this vicinity over here. How quick that eternity. You get up one day thinking you got the rest of your life ahead of you and some freakish accident. You're just helping somebody change a tire and all of a sudden you're facing death. I'm preaching to somebody here today. You're not near as invincible as your devil, as the adversary of your soul wants you to believe that you are. Come on, life is frail. It is fragile. Come on, I want somebody to understand you can't play with Father Time. You can't play 
with Father time. We better pray again. Come on, we better pray again. We better pray again. We better pray again. I'm not sure what the Lord meant, but I'm, uh, I'm uncomfortable with the fact, come on, that He asked me, what if, what if you're the only thing? What if, what if this sermon, what if this service is the only thing standing between somebody and a headlong plunge off into eternity? I don't want to be lost. Come on, help me pray right now. That ought to be the prayer of everybody in this house. I want to be ready. Come on. Come on, if eternity finds me riding in the car down a vehicle, down the road in a vehicle, if eternity finds me on the back of a motorcycle, if eternity finds me riding down the road on a bicycle, if eternity finds me on the job, some freakish job accident, come on, ladies and gentlemen, I wouldn't even want to get in, get in a car and drive off of this property today. Drunk drivers, all of the deaths, oh, that'll never happen to me. That's what the others said. That's what the others have said. Wherever eternity finds me, come on, let's pray. I'm finished. I'm going to push a little bit here, but I'm finished. If you're waiting on something else, you're not getting anything else here today. If this is not enough to make you pray, then you're just not going to pray. How? Where? Where's eternity going to find you? Where will it find you? Will it find you? Will it find you? How will it find you? When eternity finds you, what kind of condition will it find you in? One of my closest friends in high school, our senior year, I had seen his temper. I knew the, I knew what he was capable of. He had stood in services with me before, and the Holy Ghost moving him. He would stand there and tremble in the presence of God. It was a cold day in December. His little girlfriend showed up to school. She had bruises on her body and her face. I knew what had happened. That day when we got in the truck to go duck hunting, I talked to him all the way there. I said, you better get your life together. I said, you better change. I said, you and I both know what happened to her. I said, you're, you're, you're spiraling out of control. I said, this is going to catch up with you one day. One day this is going to catch up with you. We graduated. We went our separate ways. It was very infrequently that I would see or hear from him, but nothing was changing. He did nothing with those, with those experiences, with those God attempts. He, he, he did not capitalize on those moments in which heaven had tried to interfere with the downward hellish spiral that he was taking. I don't remember the exact time frame, somewhere between six and probably ten months before I got the news. I was in town and seen him. During the middle of the day, high drunk, probably both, he was out of his mind. It took me calling his name several times across the, the gasoline pump there where I was gas, gassing to get his attention for him to recognize who I was. I reminded him again, do something. Do something. God loves you. You didn't have those experiences. God didn't try to intervene in your life those times. Just coincidentally, turn it around. Exit. Go a different direction. He stood there deadpan. Unemotional. Very few words to say in return. He hugged my neck. He got in his truck and he roared out of the parking lot. As I've already said, somewhere between the time frame six to ten months later, I got a phone call. On the county, 
when the county got there. He was laying on the couch dead. Nine, nine, ten, eleven bullet holes. He had beat, Brother Duplessis, he had beat on that girl. He had beat, you say, Brother Marks, it's freakish. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. I hope, I hope mercy. I hope, I, I, I don't want to hear the story. I, I hope somebody pray. I hope, I, if somebody doesn't pray, I, I pray that God would allow an intercessor to pray and God would give us a space of time. But I'm talking about freakish accidents. He had beat on her one too many times. In a drunken state, he beat on her again. She was so full of indignation from the treatment that he had treated her with that when he went to sleep, she emptied a clip on him, loaded the clip, put it back in the gun, and went to empty in the second. Winter's coming. See, See how merciful God is? Not everybody gets a a red carpet warning like this one here today. Oh, it's Mother's Day. I can't believe he's doing this. I can't believe he's taking advantage. Ah, he knew. He knew. He he knew all the. He knew we were coming today to honor. I can't. I I can't believe you're going to let yourself stand there and think like that. I can't believe you've become so cold and flippant about the things of God that you would be offended over somebody reaching for your lost soul. You really are in trouble. If this bothers you today, if this bothers you, versus convicting you, if this ticks you off, you really do have a problem. You really are, you are really on a downward spiral in the wrong direction. This shouldn't tick you off. This shouldn't inconvenience you. This ought, this ought to do something in your soul. This ought, this ought to make somebody want to run to the altar. This ought to make somebody want to get their family. This, this ought to make somebody grab their wife. This ought to, this ought to make a young person say, God, thank you. Thank Thank you. Thank you. I can't think of a better day to pray through. Because it's your mother's prayers that have kept you this long. It's your mama's sacrifice that has kept you this. I can't think of a a memorial day, a momental day than Mother's Day. I'm opening this altar. I'm opening this altar right now. God, get a hold of somebody. God, get a hold of somebody. I'm opening this altar right now. Come on. I'm giving somebody an invitation. Would you like to come pray about your soul? Come on. Would you like to come before winter gets here? Would you, would you like, would you like to put some things in order before winter gets here? Would you like to make sure that everything between you and the Lord is right? Brother Marks, what if you do this and nobody moves today? I tell you, I tell you, I'll, I'll leave and it'll probably bother me. But at the same time, I'll know that I did the will of God. Somebody's going to have to leave with this on their mind. Come on, somebody, somebody, if you don't respond to this here today, you, you'll stand before the throne. You, you will not be able to point a finger of accusation in the face of God. God will say, I gave you a chance. I forewarned you. I told you. I told you. The slick streets of winter were coming. I told you that the days were numbered. Come on, somebody pray. Somebody, if you're waiting on the next thing, we're we're at the next thing. This is it. We've pulled in. This is as far as we're going here today. Come on, somebody pray. Somebody pray for somebody next to you. Somebody, somebody lift your voice. If you've got lost loved ones, you ought to be praying right now. If you've got somebody in this house that needs the Lord, you ought to be praying for them right now.
Not everybody has the luxury of a deathbed moment where there's a space of time that they're able to repent. Come on. Come on. That doesn't happen for everybody. Come on, there's some cases where somebody has that last few minutes in, in order to get it all. Come on, that's not a risk I want to take. That's that's not a pair of dice that I want to throw. No, no. For my grandpa, we just put him in the ground a few weeks ago. Come on. It was three hollers and the clutching of his chest. And that was it. It was a massive heart attack. Thank God he was right. Thank God he was right. Thank God he had his business in order. Thank God he had his business in order. Come on, you ought not be doubting, you ought to be praying. I knew nobody's gonna pray. I knew, I knew, come on, I'm, God, don't make me work against you too. You ought to be helping me pray right now. Come on, you are, there ought to be a cry of desperation. What's this church here for anyways? Come on, this church ought to be praying here. There ought to be somebody helping me pray. There ought to be somebody interceding before the throne. God, move! If I didn't have the Holy Ghost. You really going to let that little offense? You really going to go to hell over that bitterness? You really going to stay tied down to that pew because of something somebody did or didn't do or something somebody said? Dear God, I've made up in my mind I'm not going to hell over any incident, over any offense. I'm not going to hell over something a preacher did or didn't do. I've got to be saved. Winner's coming. Winner's coming. Winner's coming. pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. God, you got to get somebody's attention today. God, you got to shake somebody today. God, you gotta, you gotta slip up next to somebody wherever they're sitting in this building and remind them there is a heaven and there is a hell. God, you gotta, you gotta stir somebody. You gotta stir somebody to the core today. God, you, you, you gotta open somebody's eyes. Huh? I don't need you, I don't need you cynically blessing my little heart right now. Come on, I don't need you feeling sorry for me. You got a spirit on you. If you're sitting there feeling sorry, well, come on, look at that little preacher. Bless his little heart. Isn't he? No. No, 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 no. I'm reaching for somebody. I understand I'm the only thing standing between somebody and hell here today. You need to wake up. Come on, Sealsby. Let's pray. Come on, First Pentecostal Church. Let's pray. Man, I need men helping me pray. I need to hear the voice of men. I need men to lift your voice and help me pray. All it takes is one heart attack. All it takes is one stroke. That's all it takes. A freakish brain aneurysm. That's all it takes. A driver crossing the middle lane. That's all it takes. It happens that fast. Come on, some freakish incident on the job. Come on, I've heard about too many of them. A man down in a hole. Marvin, Marvin from our home church down in a hole just working. And all of a sudden, the next thing you know, the hole's caved in and he's dead. Come on, lost without God. You don't know when winter's coming. Come on, you can't stop winter from coming. God, shake us. Stir us. Wake us up. 
God shake us back to reality. And reality is I don't have the rest of the, the rest of the, I don't have, I don't have all these years. Shake us to reality. Reality is I have no promise of tomorrow. Reality is today, 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 today. Reality is today is the day of salvation. That's what reality is. For the all I must be saved. Oh, for the all I must be saved. When it's coming, oh Lord, what? Winter's coming. Winter's coming. Winter's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Winter's coming for somebody. Winter's coming for somebody. For a You better pray. You better get a hold of the horns of the altar. You better cry out to God. I must be saved. Come on, time's running out for somebody. Time's running out for somebody. Time's running out. Time's running out. Time's running out for somebody. Oh Lord, whatever you would have. Time's running out. I wish you could see that today. I wish you could understand that today. Time's running out. Time's running out. Time's running out. Wake us up, God. Shake us up, God. Jesus. 
sing that again here in just a minute, but surely, surely we can all pray this, whether you're, whether you're seated or whether you've chosen to come forward. I, I just want us all here today, corporately, together, I, I want us to pray, because I, I, I feel like, I, I feel like that to some degree, everyone, everyone, here, to some degree or another, you want to be saved. So surely it's a prayer we can, can all pray. I want us to take a moment here in the closing of this service. and Would you help me pray right now? I want you to help me pray, Lord, I, I don't want to be lost. I don't want to be lost. Whatever that looks like. I'm not sure I understand all of that, but I don't want to be lost. Come on, surely. Come on, we can pray that all over the house. Come on, tell them, I want to be saved. I don't want to be lost. I don't want to go to hell. Come on, let's pray this right now. I don't want to be lost. Help me to find my way back home. Help me to realize the seriousness. I don't want to be lost. Come on, let's pray that. Come on, let's pray that. I don't want to be lost. I don't want to know what I know and be lost. I don't want to sit in services like I've sat in here this morning and somehow I'm lost. I don't want to be lost. Come on, young person, pray that right now. I don't want to be lost. Boy, I hope the prayers of that precious mother of yours today is, I hope it's not an annoyance to you. I hope you recognize it's the only thing that's buoyed you to this point. Thank God for people that have prayed. Come on, thank God for a church. Thank God for a church that has prayed, that has stood. Come on and filled the gap. Come on. God, give us some time. God, it's very obvious. I haven't even come close to feeling the release. I feel I've done your will here today, but it's very obvious. There's a lot of people that hadn't moved here. God, I pray you don't stop. I pray you pour it on. Pour it on them, Jesus. I pray you put rocks in their bed and you disturb their sleep. God, I pray that my voice would haunt them in the night. 
I pray, God, I pray that they relive, that they relive this. God, that they relive this every minute that they, that you allow them to live from this point forward. God, if this is the last sermon that they'll ever hear, if this is the last time they'll walk in a church house, God, if the next time God's in a casket on rollers, I pray that sometime between now and then, however long that is, I pray, God, that you would get their attention. I pray they would find an altar. I pray they'd find their knees. I pray they would find the courage to repent. Sing it one more time. Come on, it ought to be the prayer. For, for above all things. Oh, for all I must be saved. Oh, Lord, what? For eternity, for above all else, I must be saved. Oh, for above all else, I must be saved. Oh, for above. I must be saved, Lord, whatever you would have to do to me, just don't let me be lost for eternity, for I'm 